1: Welcome to another episode of the Puckle Podcast. I'm your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my wonderful co-host. We've got the one and only fluffiest Whimsicott. Ciao. And we've got uh, uh, Seth Vilo.
3: I'm going to say it backwards. Ouch.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah.
2: Well, welcome to the <laughs> Puckle
1: Podcast, uh, where we talk everything Pokemon from the trading card game to the video game to everything in between. And, uh, boy, uh, we, I mean uh We have a lot to talk about today. Maybe I don't. Did know. anything
3: happen this week in the world Nothing. of Pokemon?
1: No. I I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> I did my homework for this episode. I promise. Uh,
0: Woo, me too. <laughs> a bit.
1: But yeah, we we're here to give you another episode where we talk Pokemon today. Obviously, today we'll we'll focus on the epilogue and the topic. But I mean, we've got other things to talk about, like how we're doing. Because mm-hmm. I I haven't done too, I I haven't done too much in terms of pokemon though I did finally like actually sleeve up an IRL deck again I haven't gone to locals but I <laughs> sleeved up a deck <laughs> Oh yeah it's really bad uh like I want to play I want to play in the cards but I honestly just don't want to go to locals <laughs>
3: <laughs> That makes sense <laughs>
1: you know like I, I like when I'm at locals I'm having an okay time it, It's also just like partially like a demographic thing too like the type of people that go to locals uh at least in my area are not people in like they like they don't have the same job as I do, right? Mm. Mm. And it's a lot of younger kids. I say kids, but you know, these people are like 20 in their early 20s, you yeah, are right?
0: Okay, but they are they are starting to be kids to us. Yeah, yes, yes.
2: <laughs>
1: Definitely to me. And so, I mean, there's a generational <laughs> divide there. Okay.
0: Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah.
1: These Gen or Z two. kids showing up to my locals, you know. I I need I need more millennials to be there.
2: <laughs>
1: uh also my oh, friend circle is full i don't have i don't have more room for pokemon friends i've got you guys <laughs> yeah <laughs> yay. yay Yeah. yeah exactly sense. no i mean that's part of it too like i don't need to go make like new pokemon friends uh mm. i i talk to i talk to people about pokemon every week it turns out yeah
0: <laughs> yep mm-hmm. funny how that works out uh, yeah isn't you get it? your
1: fix i i do get my fix every week uh, It's a good time, but yeah, I did play on, I, I well, I played on my own time, I played the card game. I do want to try Azul's new Charizard list, because I actually... Oh, yeah. So, like, I'm not as into it as I was, like, when we were going to regionals earlier this year, mm-hmm. set, or I guess earlier last year. Yeah. But I'm not as into it, but, like, I, I still, like, go, oh, man, this deck could use this or this, I think. For sure. And I was actually, I actually was making the change, I made the change, actually, that Azul made for his deck list this past week.
3: Which Mm -hmm. one specifically? The double super rod six fire or what? Yeah,
1: double super rod six fire. Yeah, that. I've been playing that. I've been playing that, and I was just like, "Yeah, that's exactly right." I'm happy to see that that's successful. (laughs) Yeah, I would just feel so risky. Just it it doesn't. It doesn't feel that risky. if you play enough, if you play enough Charizard with seven energy, I don't know. Like you're never in a point where you need more than five energy. Uh, very, like very rarely you're at a point where you need more than five, uh, with Charizard EX and I've, that's what I have found playing the deck. (laughs) And I was just like, I think you could probably cut out another one and get another super rod because the number of times I've had a super rod prized when I've needed a super rod. Yeah. Uh, was, was was, I think higher than the number of times I needed seven energy. Mm, That's fair. Yeah, I guess. So, so I, I'm actually very much into, uh, I I'm very much into that idea. I'm happy I, I was also playing that. <laughs> so you called it. Yeah, I didn't call it, but I, it was one of those things like as a casual, like, cause that's what I am now. I'm a dirty casual. <laughs> <laughs> as a casual, feeling like a little bit validated that my idea was, mm-hmm. my idea was good. Right. For sure. And, and I got the stream this week. So that was a lot of fun. I was playing VGC. I, I'm actually really into this format. Yeah. Uh, this format's actually a lot of fun. I, I'm actually really into regulation F. Okay. It, it's, uh, it's a good time. And it's starting to, like, the pieces are, like, starting to click together again. Um The stream was a lot of fun because we, I'm st- I'm still very low on the ladder on Skart.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: like, there's a lot of times where, like, I'll be yelling at myself because I'll I'll have misclicked or something. Oh, yeah. Mm. But then the opponent just, like, plays into the misclick accidentally. Oh. Ooh. And it's just like, oh, well, I guess I won that. Uh, <laughs> I guess I well. won. It. There was another misclick where I accidentally switched a Pokemon in and I wasn't thinking, I didn't know, what I didn't mean to do that and mm-hmm. uh there's just like this is just like motor control issues i guess at this point and mm. i uh i switched a pokemon in that did not need to come in there is no reason it should have ever come in <laughs> and, but i assume it the the switch just confused my opponent so much yeah that i ended up winning the game because they're just like why would this person do that the the positions are both very awkward right now i don't know yeah. what to do
3: <laughs> that's really funny <laughs> that's it was, really funny
0: yeah I recently read something, I don't know how old this was, so I don't know if this person is still the current, like, chess world champion, mm-hmm. but uh this guy was, like, opening games with purposely bad openings, because yes. on that level, like, it confuses the heck out of your opponent, because oh, they are so yeah. used to playing more by memorizing playing the
1: optimized yeah the optimized yeah. path yeah
0: they have schemes in their head and when you go outside of that scheme on that level it's so confusing that it throws your opponent just enough that you have more of a chance to win yeah they're not even playing chess at that point they're like playing chess uh, um lore in a chess way Chess too <laughs> yeah so <laughs>
1: But yeah, I mean, if you want to see more of that, you can go to Twitch.tv/slash The Podcast on Wednesdays. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I want to do eventually, um, and I'll probably make, uh, I want to, I want to prove to myself that I can stream every Wednesday in January before I make this claim. But <laughs> I want, to, I want to do an egg lock on stream of Pokemon Violet with like all the DLC.
3: Yeah.
1: Ooh. Okay. So uh, I want, I want people to get hyped and ready for that. That's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that mm-hmm. idea. Yeah. Uh, what about you guys? You guys been up to anything? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I, I always do this. I, I accidentally d- uh, <laughs> control the conversation just because, like, I have something excited that I want to talk about. So. Well, it's okay. It's I haven't fun. talked to you since last year. I'm catching no. up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we've never, not voice to voice, but maybe, like, no. in text. <laughs> <laughs> well, well I, guess I guess I'll go. I'll, okay. I'll, yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Whimsicott. Uh, Anybody yeah, we'll, okay. yeah. here? Go ahead.
0: <laughs> so. Well, I've played the epilogue.
3: So <laughs> all the way through?
0: Yes, yes, all uh, it's the. It's not through. that
3: long. Okay, it's not that long. It's not, but I wanted to check. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah and uh, I also found out that this game really, really, really doesn't like you not having friends because. <laughs> of, so I haven't been hanging out in Puckle much yeah, yeah. lately, which is very sad, and I should fix that. <laughs> which means that I haven't been doing group quests. Yeah. I only did them like once where I spent like I don't know how many hours but a significant amount of hours hanging out with two people that I know and doing group quests. Yeah. Okay? And then I go to Mr. Snacksworth and I'm like, "Okay, oh. you wanted me to do a group quest. I've done many of them because I spent so many hours. They're still not enough. I'm still missing snacks for oh, the legendaries." No. And I'm like, "Dude, Dude, first the Finizen thing, and now this. Like, are yeah. people not authorized to be loners anymore? What is
1: going on? It does feel like a little bit Pokemon <laughs> Go esque, though, doesn't it? Like, just like I, a little bit. Yeah.
0: Like, I should have an option to buy the game, play it offline, and have everything in the game.
3: I mean, you yeah. could. It just will. Oh no, group quest specifically. No, oh, no like okay, exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I can't evolve my Finizen, and I can't catch all the legendaries unless uh, i have people to, fair, to you play can with also, you online could, you,
1: you can't also do like trade evolutions right uh, yeah
0: exactly yeah. there are a few that are missing like in sword and shield most of them i think you could catch in the wild area yeah the, the other mm-hmm. ones
1: i do think you can get in uh you can get in raids you can get most yeah. of them yeah in you can get
0: them in raids but you have to get lucky with the raids yes you do so, Absolutely.
1: I mean, you could kind of go and try to join people's raids that might have them, but
0: again, mm-hmm. you need to go online for that. That
1: Oh, that's true. That's that's true. The other thing that the the one that really bugs me is like Walking Wake and Iron Leaves. That one bugs oh, me. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I still haven't completed my focus because I still haven't like worked up the courage to ask someone. Oh, can I touch trade your your other two Parox legends?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: <laughs> I should do that as well. Thankfully,
1: <laughs> thankfully I have the built-in friend and my wife. So
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> like, these, these two friends that I played with, they were so nice because they're partners, they live together. Yeah. And they already have the two versions of the game, but they hung out with me just so that I could, you know, get points for to, to unlock sure, the sure. biomes and all that. But yeah, I have, a, like, a built-in community right here in Buckle. I yeah, should yeah, just no, no, we drop should utilize in more.
1: It. No, we absolutely <laughs> need to do that. We should we should set up like nights for that or something.
0: Oh yeah, or you know afternoons. Afternoons for, for Europe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, what about you, Seth? Anything, anything cool, crazy?
3: Nothing cool, crazy. Overall, I got through the epilogue as well, and I've just been figuring out and practicing for Charlotte. That's yeah. next weekend.
1: It's next weekend. Mm. That's so sort of soon.
3: Uh huh. And then like two weeks after that is Knoxville which yeah. I'm also in. So, yeah. And what are you, I'm thinking what are you, what are you, of embracing the dark side. What are you going to play? I am very much leaning towards Snorlax Control.
1: Oh, I that sounds it. like you. It's actually, like, it's kind of fun to play on ladder because people just rage quit after a while.
3: Honestly, I've heard of and seen people rage quit in real
1: life, too. Oh, so. uh, that's wow. even better. <laughs> like, I, I have played that deck uh, online. Yeah. I feel awful when I do it, but... I don't that's the scary part (laughs) i I sadistically
3: that fills me when i've when
1: i've got someone in the
3: lock it makes me realize maybe i should have been playing this all along
1: yeah i'm it's it's i mean it's a it's a deck for sure a deck a good one Mm -hmm. probably actually it does really well it does perform very very well
3: if you know how to do it and can get out of people trying to get out of your lock it's it's been fun But that's one I'm looking at. The other ones are like Roaring Moon, maybe Golden Go. Now that people are starting to figure out how to run it,
1: yeah, I, I'm. I think Golden Go has a lot of potential. Yeah, more so after rotation as well. Like, agreed. Yeah, when path is gone, I'm very excited for post rotation. Yeah. I think post rotation is going to change up a lot of things.
3: Yep. But that's all that's all I've been doing is practicing for that whole mess cuz I'm still very much in there. And one of these days I'll make day 2, dang it.
1: Yeah, one day, one day.
3: <laughs> then I can actually talk like I like like I'm somewhat qualified to have opinions about the card
2: game.
1: <laughs> I feel like you can have opinions about it and not make day 2 cuz I think those are I think there's slightly different yeah. skills. I know, but I feel like an imposter when I do. <laughs> I think being able to play the card game and performing well at tournaments are two different skills. Mm-hmm. In terms of the TCG, I don't know if that if I can say the same about the VGC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair.
0: no, I think I think there's a there's a point to be made for both of those. Like, yeah, one thing is knowing how it works, and one thing is managing to keep the concentration for so many games in a row on the same day.
1: Uh, That's there's also, I think there's also like a confidence thing too, right? Because, fair. uh, there's a lot of people that do this way more hardcore than us, right? Uh, like mm-hmm. in terms of the TCG, you've got people like Azul or, uh, Shamansky. Um, you've got all these people who are big names who are there, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say you get set up against, I mean, this is definitely an issue for me when I play a TCG because I go, oh, this person probably knows more about it than I do, which is a bad assumption for myself to make. Mm hmm. If just because they have more tournament experience, that they're automatically better, right? They could just be like not as financially responsible as I am or something, but and decide to go (laughs) to all these regionals,
0: yeah. But see, the way I see this is Pokemon is not Call of Duty, so the like roof at which the skill like uh blows out in a way is is lower. So maybe say I Cannot go up against, I don't know, Wolf Glick or Aaron Zhang in in a VGC game and win, but there is going to be a point in which even if they know like 700 times as much as I do, there's still a limited number of moves that can Mm -hmm. be the right ones.
3: That's true. In that circumstance.
0: So. They can be 700 times better than me, but only like play 10 times as better at me because the game just doesn't allow you to go 700 times above someone else yeah, because I, I it has that. limited options.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I do so, I do agree with that.
0: You know, it's, it's not like it's an even playing field, but it's a game that is um, simple enough, even though it's not very simple at all. It's simple enough that you can still play against someone who is much better than you and, first of all, have a decent time. Mm -hmm. And second, Mm -hmm. have at least a chance, especially since a Pokemon also has like a luck element to it.
3: It does. At least have
0: a chance. So you should never, in my opinion, go into a game saying, oh, this person is so much better than me. Like, I won't even try because it's obvious that I lose, you know?
2: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Worst case scenario you learn something from them if you yeah. actually try and observe what they do no, against correct. you trying your best. So
1: You're correct. I'm gonna cut us off here though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that we don't keep going.
0: Oh yeah, this is a long <laughs> intro.
1: <laughs> I mean we, we already had the like the pre show warm-up that was about thirty minutes long.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we just can't shut up around each other.
1: Yeah, we should have we should have recorded that bit. That was a pretty good bit, honestly. That was kind of a fun bit. Uh, but Either way, we're going to go ahead and we're going to kick it on over to our new segment. So let's cue that epic music.
3: Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower,
2: this just in...
1: Welcome to the news. There's a good bit of news actually uh, to talk about. First of all, general Pokemon news Pokemon TV is going down, apparently. Um, bye bye. You, you can no longer download Pokemon TV, the app. Um, and if you own the app and have it downloaded, uh, it's going to shut down on March 28th. I'm actually kind of confused by this <laughs> <laughs> and shocked. Though I believe in the press release, the, the language they used um, did hint that something might be following it yeah that's as a replacement uh, some
3: twitter folks said
1: yeah i wouldn't be surprised if that's the case i mean the pokemon tv app is actually like very nice to have in terms of like historically having the anime episodes Mm. and they had somebody that was doing a great job like cultivating episodes and like batches for you as well that would be like oh hey it's halloween here's some episodes yeah uh and stuff like that so i do i do appreciate that rip pokemon tv i can't wait to see your successor Mm-hmm. uh the new anime uh premiere got delayed in the u.s by another two weeks woo. uh so now it doesn't start until march 7th woo uh nice why pokemon that one anime what yeah hey, pokemon horizon this is like almost a year now like we're almost a year behind from the yeah. japanese huh. release like almost an entire year like you could argue we're done with gen 9 now uh you almost could get yes. the anime you're yeah, right <laughs> what the
3: heck <laughs>
1: right mm-hmm. i i'm Don't amazed worry, that, that we're getting the anime company <laughs> yeah I, I can't believe that we're just getting the anime for this like a year and a half after the game. Yeah. Like that's yeah, insane to me. it's starting to
0: be like very delayed.
1: It's very, very delayed. I don't know why it's so delayed either, which is yeah. confusing to me. Like I just, I don't know why. Um, yeah,
0: I don't know either. Because the, the episodes
1: exist. Like yeah. they, because oh, you mean,
0: why is it delayed in the U.S.? I, w- yes. I was talking about the fact that it also didn't start in Japan until yes. a good bit after Scarlet well, and Violet came out. I, I think
1: there was probably, I, I think there was a discussion probably somewhere the year before, like during uh, 2022 when Scarlet and Violet came out. I think mm-hmm. there was probably a discussion about, hey, do we just like start fresh again? Instead oh, of like doing I something that. with Ash. I, I wonder if that was when the, the discussion, discussion happened and then they finished like, it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Dragged on and then they had to give Ash a proper send off and all that and took time. Yeah. Okay, I see it. Because
1: like if you think about like there was a there were eleven episodes right at the end, or twelve ish yeah. episodes right at the end. And they had to give him a proper send off. That's three months right there.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right. That,
1: that's that's three yeah. months of episodes that they had to make just to give Ash a proper send-off. And I I don't know, like, I really want to watch this. And the English episodes do exist because they're showing them internationally, like in in Canada and the UK has it. Mm
2: -hmm. So like the,
1: (laughs) yeah, the episodes exist. (laughs) It's not like they're, they're like, oh, we haven't dubbed it yet. Let us finish. What? Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry.
0: I'm just. I'm, I'm so, so confused. I'm so amused by this. <laughs> you yeah, you are so used to getting things first. Yeah. this is so weird to you.
1: <laughs> this is this is so. No, I. I mean, we are a large market, so that's why I'm confused. Like, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, I know, I know. I, that's why sense, I'm confused. But it's just, it's just funny for me because I, I grew up. Yeah, that's and literally fair. Literally everything I got, I got like a year after the U.S. or more. Yeah. So, no, no. I, this it, is it, actually funny. This is just like
1: this. I mean, like in this day and age, like it's very confusing to me why it, one we're not even just getting a simulcast, um, in general. But like, it's fine.
0: Maybe a simulcast, maybe not. But yeah,
1: with a sub, with, like if we could have gotten a proper sub, I would, I would be happy. You know what I mean?
0: No, I just think it's not the kind of anime that you market with a sub because it's for kids. Exactly,
3: oh, of course, of and, course, and of that's course. what I was gonna say too. And it's yeah. confu- that part is confusing because like. The po- Charizard will come out, and instead of saying Zard, 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 it'll say Lizardon, Lizardon, Lizard. Yeah, that's too.
0: That's true. That's, that's true.
3: That's a factor that I think makes
1: Pokemon specifically not that great for simulcast because the, the <laughs> creatures and sounds. You're correct. Yeah, it's honestly, um, it's the biggest turnoff for me when I go to Japan, uh, buying Japanese merch for Pokemon is if it has the Pokemon's name on it. I, uh-huh. I, I just will, <laughs> I just will not buy it. Like I, because it I, doesn't
0: feel right. It's not no, like it's not right. To.
1: It's not unless <laughs> unless it's like one of the Pokemon that like accidentally overlaps, right? Yeah, yeah, unless, like the legendaries, plus, and like some of the yeah. legendaries overlap and, and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, unless it overlaps, though, I I like I will not buy it.
0: The weekends for the online VGC tournaments that give you championship points, and they are usually used as Japan's national qualifiers. Uh, they have been announced, and they will be the first weekend of February, the first weekend of March, and the last weekend of March. Woo! Then uh, we have a flying-type seven-star raid for Blaziken, which is running this weekend as we're recording, and is going to rerun this weekend as you're listening. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. And uh, it's not very hard to solo, especially if you get an Intimidate partner in your random group of trainers. Mm. Uh, you can maybe do this with Wash or Bellybolt. And alongside it are also Blissey Raids for people who need, you know, EXP Candy and Terra Shards and stuff like that. And also, uh, an update on the Poke prediction from a couple of weeks ago. A stellar <laughs> Urshifu did make it to top eight in Portland.
2: <laughs> Yay.
1: <So. laughs> I feel, Not at all what we thought. I mean, I guess that's <laughs> fine. Like, I, I, it has to be a Pokemon that's just going to tear into one of its types anyway. That's going to do it. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, oh, yeah, I have to do this next part. This is Pokemon Go. Yeah. Chansey Community Day is February 4th. Um, and a reminder that Porygon rerun is this upcoming Saturday on the 20th of January. So go get those Chansey's and those Porygons. Uh, the Raging Battles event starts on the 19th of January. It adds Annihilate into the game. The evolution condition is defeating 30 Ghost slash Psychic type Pokemon as your buddy. <laughs> if you're if you're desperate, Blanche's Master Ball ranked team has a Metagross, so you can do that. Um, Go Fest is confirmed, adding Origin Form Palkia and Dialga, as well as White Stripe Basculin, which what? won't be able to evolve. Um, hmm. uh, for the cost of candy plus Stardust, Origin Dialga will have the ability to freeze item timers like Lucky Eggs, and Origin Palkia will be able to increase the radius you can catch Pokemon. Whoa. I hate this. Hey, that's cute. It's cute that's and really I hate cute. it. It's cute and I hate that's it. That's
0: super interesting as a concept, though.
1: I love that we're getting all of this uh, Legends Arceus content in Go two years later right
0: uh, <laughs> as always
1: gen 8 crying yeah yeah i dude i love i love how much they just shaft the gen 8 in uh, pokemon go it's hilarious mm-hmm. like i i really don't understand pokemon go or its business model currently um i i just don't understand it mm-hmm. um but i mean this is yeah, interesting like strange. this has me interested and i might go play for that in all honesty <laughs> i might go play i do typically play in go fest anyway every year just because it's in the summer when i will play pokemon go because mm-hmm. I mean, right now it's literally like snowing incredibly hard outside and it is oh. um ten degrees Fahrenheit. Um so I will go not play Pokemon Go right now. <laughs> um mm. it's very cold. <laughs> mm-hmm. Welcome to winter, winter in the Midwest. So Yeah uh, Yeah. So moving on then, we've got some TCG news uh for Heck Seth. Yeah.
3: You betcha. So first of all, the next big set was announced, and that is Temporal Forces. It's officially um, coming out March 22nd and that's the cool, the cool one where they're finally giving us the ace specs that they teased at the world's last year. Uh, we've, we know there's, I think going to be six total or so. Mm-hmm. I think we've uh, seen them all now.
1: I think we have seen at least close to six, if not yeah. five. There's I know energy, I can think of there's five. The,
3: there's there, the energy, there's... there's the master ball, there's the Guzma item.
1: The Guzma item, yeah, the the one that everybody's gonna run plus five more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and
3: then there's three more that were revealed over the course of this week because we know yeah. when we when the set comes out in Japan, we start translating it immediately, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> doing that sort of thing. Uh, there's a hero's cape, which is a tool that just gives whatever it has a extra hundred HP, no condition, no
1: rule. So oh, so it's cool. essentially that. What's the cape called that we have now? Luxurious cape. Luxurious cape. Yeah. So it's essentially that, yeah. but without the. Uh,
3: Without the yeah. no rule box and the Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Uh, then there's a couple that are future and past. There's Reboot Bot. That's the future one. And it lets I you attach an energy card
1: from your discard to each of your future Pokemon. I'm actually kind of into that one. That one sounds interesting that to me. That one's hype. Yeah. Like like that one, you might want to run over Guzma uh, or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, if that you have one... a
3: heavily future deck. Yeah. Totally. Totally.
1: And I I, um, I actually really like seeing because they also drop just like more future and ancient support in the next sets too. Yeah, which a I'm ton act- of the Pokemon. I'm very happy about it because it, it I felt like um battle styles like dropped, you know the rapid strike stuff yeah. and then after fusion strike they're just like yeah no more
3: and we're done yeah exactly
1: and we're done yeah exactly so I'm I'm kind of hoping that they uh, I, I if they keep this I up mean, it'll be really fun.
3: This is basically the set after. Yeah. paradox. So it's still kind of following in line. I doubt we'll get much more after this, very honestly. But we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Um, but the other item, the other A-spec is Drum of Awakening, which is the ancient one. That one is draw a card for each ancient Pokemon you have in play. It's an item. So it's could be a draw six item. Crazy. And then finally for TCG things, we also have a firm date now for rotation, which will be April 5th. That is when rotation occurs and everything from E block and earlier will not be legal for standard anymore. So F to, I guess this next one will be I, uh, right?
1: Yeah. No, no. We're an H. We're an H block. H H block.
3: block. H block. Pardon me. Yeah. So uh, this temporal forces will be the start of H block and then it pushes out E block. And they also said in the announcement that going forward, it won't be like date oriented anymore rotation won't be mm-hmm. it will be based on when the next letter block begins so yep. when we get i block in you know a year ish once that is legal for tournament play two weeks after its release then then uh, somebody, uh
1: e. f, f, block, f, f block f
3: block will rotate out So that is how rotation will work going forward, which is kind of cool. And for those who are also curious what the next event is after rotation, April 5th is the day of EUIC. So I think they do that on purpose.
2: They do that on purpose. That'll be the first
3: day that this rotation is happening. And I'm wondering how many people will accidentally bring a battle VIP pass in their deck. (laughs) to (laughs) Replacing it for basic energy. But yep. That's fun. I'm real excited for rotation, especially with all the stuff that's been announced that's coming out in the temporal forces stuff for us. And it'll be a great time. And goodbye, battle VIP pass and goodbye movie We won't miss you.
1: Uh, all right. Uh, to finish things up. one, we've got a new Puckle survey up. Um, I am doing a thing where if we hit 300 responses, which is pretty close to what we got last year, um, we'll give away a Puckle t-shirt for the Patreon. When the new structure with all the merch and everything um, you also um i've noticed not a lot of people are getting there um i don't know if there's a difficulty getting in the show notes or anything so uh it is on discord as well if you need to get it um i i'm gonna make a a midway goal as well now i've decided if we get 150 responses i will do a a lecture on power rangers uh the history of power rangers (laughs) on on twitch the the number of people that have asked for this is like very high uh (laughs) I will I will give a lecture on the history of Power Rangers. It's uh,
0: almost like our listeners love hearing people talk about stuff that they're passionate about.
1: Yeah, right? we have a whole show about this on Patreon apparently. So <laughs> So I no, I will I will do an entire lecture on the history of Power Rangers on Twitch. I'll do it live with like visuals and we'll probably upload it to YouTube and I might just take the audio and also upload it to the feed as well. <laughs> but we we really could use your feedback we really appreciate it i think right now we're sitting uh, just above like 60 responses or something like that um we typically do hit about 300 every year so if you could go ahead and hit that um I, I and do the survey it really helps us improve the show um i am trying to make take the feedback um and do well with it so we can make sure that we're making something that's uh, productive and something that you guys actually want to listen to so make the show the way you want to make it and uh let us know so moving on then, I, uh, oh, Puckle's pokey opinion. Uh, Darkrai was banned in OU and it's causing a hip, uh, no, oh, no, 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 no. no, no, no. Darkrai's yet. in OU, uh, and it's causing yeah. an uptick in hypnosis, triggering discussion about the sleep condition and smoke on sleep clause. What are your thoughts on the yeah. sleep status effect? I don't think it's, I don't yeah. think sleep is as bad as it used to be anymore, in all honesty. Um, yeah, uh, because of like, they, they refreshed the way the mechanic works in, in gen eight, I think. I actually yeah, it keeps so, the, yeah. It keeps the count or something like that? Uh, it, one, it keeps the count, but it's also like max three turns now. Yeah, yeah. instead of uh, five. Yeah, it, well, yeah, it used to be max five turns, which was insane.
0: Mm-mm. Yeah. I still think even with this update, like, we still need a sleep clause, simply because there are moves that are guaranteed to put you to sleep, mm-hmm. and while most of them are on slow Pokemon, like, not. Like there are a few Pokemon that can either get spore or you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: There are ways to make it so that without the sleep clause you can make your opponent not lose, but unable to play the mm-hmm. game, which is just not fun. So mm-hmm. no
1: sleep clause is where know. it's at. Sleep clause is where yeah. it's at. Yeah, I, I agree with you.
3: I haven't been paying too much attention to this thing on Smogon that's been kind of popping up. And dark is for sure one of the big causes for it because that's it, you know it puts something to sleep. It has the ability that also does weird things, and then mm-hmm. it goes absolutely nuts with nasty plot, pop everything. But mm-hmm. that like that's prompted this discussion, and it, it's people are looking at it: is it, is it a dark right thing, or is it its ability to really abuse sleep? And is sleep fair? And the other argument that I'm seeing you know somewhat frequently in this is. What is sleep clause? It's something that we made up that is not any more reproducible on cart. So it's something specifically to us that
0: yeah, but prevents again, the something whole,
3: from working in the game as it should. The whole so, point
0: of Smogon is to find a way to play that is balanced right. enough to keep the fun. So.
1: They, they're having a very hard time doing that right now. It, yeah. Like, it, the Power yeah, Creep in Gen been, 9 specifically was really bad, in my opinion. It's
3: been good. It, honestly, it's been pretty balanced with, with DLC 2. DLC yes. 1, nuts. But DLC 2, a lot of things, like, there's nothing yeah. egregiously outlying right now, which is why something like this discussion about is sleep something we need to take a glance at, able to manifest, is because there's no monster that needs to be
1: dealt oh, with. Oh, so. yeah. that's fair. That's mm-hmm. fair. Well, uh, that sounds fun on that note. Then, uh, we're going to stop it here and we're going to go ahead and kick it on over to our Pokey quiz. where We're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Oh, hi. And welcome to the Pokey quiz Welcome to Poke Quiz. Thank you for that introduction. We're going to get right on to it. Our first question this week is going to come, I believe, from Malt Coffee. Uh Actually, mm, okay, I'm going to let you guys try it.
2: Uh, and, <laughs> oh, oh gosh. great. Uh,
1: the other one was brought to you by Liger, so I didn't want to give him too many questions, but uh, all right, this one is from Malt Coffee. In Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, which Pokemon is the logo for the janitor class? The logo Excuse is on the me? left side chest of their uniform. Excuse me. What In I,
3: Scarlet and Violet? The janitor class on their shirt.
1: Yes, uh, they do. I can tell you this is a Gen eight, Nine Pokemon. Uh, okay. And it is a. Uh, it is it. I mean, I don't. If I say it, you might give it away. It's a Gen. I nine, feel. I feel a like Gen Nine Water type Pokemon because it's a janitor, right? Okay, yeah.
3: I was going to think it would be hilariously ironic if it was graphii. Um <laughs> That would actually be pretty good. I, it would be really funny. It's like, oh, the we made case. a logo for the stuff we clean the most See, of.
0: The, the problem with this question is that most of us cleared the game and thus the trainers in it like yes. two years ago. <laughs> So. I still
3: haven't clicked I have I still haven't battled like eighty percent of the trainers. Oh one thousand <laughs> percent. I'm in the same I'm in the same boat of stuff. Um I'm so um, happy that I don't have to battle trainers anymore and I can just do my own thing. That's one thing I love about Scarlet Violet. Maybe I'm not it's weird because it's like you're playing Pokemon, so you so you play less Pokemon. <laughs>
2: it's yeah.
3: so stupid. In, in my um, in my
1: in my egg lock, my intent is to go and fight every trainer. That's my that's yeah, my intent.
3: That makes sense, yeah. Uh but this this question, uh why yes. I, I f- I'm I'm getting Finizen. I don't think that's right, but it's an option. Um, mm. What are their Gen well, 9 waters?
0: Well, there are not that many. Right. Because it's like and Wiglet, and the starter. And the, and, the fish
3: and, that fillets itself. Yeah. Veluza. Veluza.
0: And then, well, tatsugiri is in Dondozo. But, um,
3: yeah. Yeah.
0: But those are more like for the food service industry, I would believe.
3: Yeah, yeah, especially now. Oh my gosh, I saw the banners at uh, San Antonio and they have Don Dozo with its tongue out. And did you know that Don Dozo's, the bottom of Don Dozo's tongue has little table legs?
0: Yes. Oh, I never noticed that. They had
3: the big old Don Dozo on a banner sticking its tongue out and it's straight up just like a sushi board. It was the most oh. horrified I've ever looked at a, at a picture. I think. Wow, it was wow, horrible. Wow, wow. But anyway, this question. Um, so
0: I think I think our best options are Wiglet and Finizen, and if you like like the Finizen option, especially because honestly, sanitation workers are kind of heroes of our. They're society, kind of heroes. So, yeah, right. Yeah,
3: it feels like a vibe. It feels I could dig.
0: <laughs> Okay. I, I like the, I like that answer in spirit even if it's not correct. Let's so let's I'm go with it because it should it be
1: right. Finison. Yes. Finison is correct. Yes. Uh, it, it is finished. <laughs> uh it's a finison with a mop in its mouth specifically. Yes. Uh, nice. Perfect.
2: Such a good boy.
1: <laughs> All right. Well that's one for one. You've got a new question this week. It's gonna be from uh Totes McCray. Based on Pokedex entries, what is the only Pokemon capable of de evolution?
3: Ooh. Uh it's uh, uh Slowbro. Yeah, Slowbro. Because yeah. if the shelter comes off, it becomes Slow poke yeah. again. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Is that your answer? Slowbro? Yeah. Yeah. Slowbro is correct. Yeah.
3: I <laughs> look at we both knew that immediately. <laughs> <Yes. Yeah.
0: laughs>
1: All right. Your next question is going to come to you from Zachary. Its ultra sun entry reads. The reason it guides people all the way down to the mountain's base is that it wants them to hurry up and leave. Who's huh? that Pokemon?
0: <laughs> well,
1: it's not Frostlass because
0: no, you're not part of its them trophy to be, garden. It wants them to die. Uh, I think it might be something like uh, I don't know, a Ninetales, Nine Tails or
3: Uh, maybe. Like, bringing in the regular Ninetales kind of curse aspect?
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What what other, like, ice types?
3: Yeah, spooky are, mountain mm-hmm. ice type, get out of my property. Yeah. What's the most old man on front yard ice type Pokemon in the mountains that you can think of? <laughs> Here's the exit, go away now,
2: get out of mm-hmm. my mountain.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, Alolan Ninetales is a pretty good one.
0: Yeah, but there are also like I immediately when he said like you know it's in a Gen Seven entry, but it might not be a Gen Seven Pokemon. So, That's true.
3: Yeah, I didn't even account for the game. Okay.
0: Um. Although you know, it the um, the Pokemon are very much like okay, I will help you, but because Articuno also does something like that, like guiding lost people in the mountains, but I don't remember Articuno being that. You know, uh
2: yeah,
0: uh, you know, not very social.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it hides more <laughs> than so just guides. I, I don't
0: know. Just, uh, I'm comfortable still,
3: with Alola Nine
1: Tails. If we want to we try, try.
0: It. yeah, we can try.
1: Alola go Nine Tails is correct.
3: What oh are we gosh. on? What are we doing? <laughs> uh, that is yeah, correct. It's one
0: of my favorite Pokemon. So. I I, I <laughs> do
1: love that it just leads them down to their base because it just wants them to hurry up and go away.
3: I always considered Ninetales a very passive-aggressive Pokemon, so the Alolan being basically the same is perfect. Uh,
0: (laughs) I guess I am very beautiful. Get the heck out of here. All right. Uh,
3: Touch my tail. Do it. You're cursed for a thousand years. Dumb.
1: Dumb. Uh, The second entry was going to be from Pokemon Sword, and it says, A deity resides in the snowy mountains where this Pokemon lives. In ancient times, it was worshipped as that deity's incarnation.
2: Well, interesting they
1: are very beautiful yes uh so there are uh this is your multi-answer question as always you guys are four for three um so you guys get up to two points here uh, i am gonna make it a little bit hard on you there are eight answers to this question uh mm-hmm. you can get up to two points uh mm-hmm. i'm gonna only make you guys go up to uh i'm only gonna need uh three answers per point uh the other okay. two are for bragging rights so okay. <laughs> this is from Farmer Fox. What are the eight pure rock type evolutionary lines? Eight pure rock type oh, evolution. Okay. Is that like saying Rogue the line retains Rola? pure rock the whole yes. time? Yes. It never yeah. gets a second typing.
0: Okay. The rock and roll a line, uh, <laughs> yep. Stone that, is correct.
1: that is also correct. That is two.
0: And then, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. I'm writing uh, them down too,
1: just so I don't forget. Okay. Um, good idea.
0: Uh, okay. Uh,
3: not Minior, not no. Nose Pass.
0: Well, no. Uh, because it turns steel. Let me think, let me uh, think, let me think. Um, rampardos Rampardos, Right? Rampardos, yeah. They stay pure rock.
1: Uh, it does. That is correct. Mm-hmm. That's three. That gives you your first point. Okay. Yeet. There are
0: five uh, more. Garganical. Right.
1: The
3: whole Knackley line.
0: Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. That is Even though
3: its alternate type is perfect. It is rock
1: slash perfect type.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is that is four for you right there.
0: Okay. Mm, this is surprisingly <laughs> right? difficult. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Are there mm. any just like single
3: stage rocks? Yeah, I was thinking there's pro- probably
0: a couple of those at least. Um. You got the Stone What uh, you would think is like, oh gosh, I'm
1: there's surprised you're missing of some critters. of these. I'm I'm surprised I'm, you're actually missing some of these. I, oh, I bet yeah. they're
0: very obvious to you while looking at the list.
1: That's true, but like <laughs> no. I, I, these no, are ones I know, that I, know, I, I would I think about. These are these are ones I would think about.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
3: For, it's, for me, it's just like, oh yeah, onyx. Oh no, the onyx has a ground. Oh, uh, yeah,
0: pupita. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. no, that's a ground. Nope, <laughs> so, nope, nope. Yeah, I keep thinking of of dual types as well. Yeah. Okay. Um. It's just I don't like the rock type very much. Same. This is difficult for me.
3: It took me mm. forever before one could actually be on my chart.
1: You do have yeah. the hint, but then you would lose out since you're doing. You're exactly. doing so
0: but we might as well take another ten seconds and, and see yeah. if we oh, can yeah, come yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that. you
1: can have more than ten if you want. Uh, okay. Do, yeah. So, There's no legend mm. that's a like rock. Um,
0: no, I don't think so. And that's no not a pure one. either. I don't think. No. Okay, so let's try and think about locations where one might find a pure rock-type Pokemon, such as a cave, a mountain. Mm -hmm. Um, A canyon, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that got us
3: farther. (laughs) That that was productive. Um, People are screaming at the radio right now. Probably.
0: I I keep thinking of dual types. Dang Uh it.
3: Is there any other fossil that stays rock? The, not the Gen 1 ones. Gen 2 didn't have any. Gen 3 had Cradley and Armaldo. And regress,
0: so no. Four, the other Vampardos, Spastiodon. Uh, Five, Archeops. water. Archeops is yep. flying. Gen 6 had none.
3: Uh, and 7 didn't have it? We haven't had fossils a lot recently. Well, recent we years. have
0: the ones in, uh, the in Gen 8, ones. but they're not rock types.
3: Exactly. You know? Which I kinda dig. I n- I never liked that fossils resurrected Pokemon I had to always be part rock. It felt weird.
0: Oh, Sudowoodle, the Sudowoodle line.
1: Oh yeah, there you go. The Sudowoodle line is uh number five. Uh there are three. We're more. only just missing one, right? Yeah, there are three there more. Are three more. You only need one more. And for if the we get point, one, though. we get the
3: points.
0: Yeah, that's what I meant. Ugh.
3: Okay. Uh are there any are there any other path blockers? Like no, Roggenrola was the
0: We've mentioned?
3: Yeah, you've we've mentioned that one. Any other like Sandy Boys that like being in the Oh, 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 dog. Uh werewolf dog thing. Oh Lichenhock. yeah, Lycanrock. rock yeah,
1: is correct. Uh the ones you were missing here uh were so you got two points obviously, but the ones you were missing mm-hmm. were Regirock.
3: Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Okay, and, yeah,
1: uh, and cloth. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, you, guys, you, guys are sitting, you guys are sitting here talking about mountains and canyons, and I'm just sitting here thinking about the yeah. giant cloth on the side of the mountain in the canyon. Yeah. It's because uh,
0: in my head, cloth is like Surimi type. Yeah. It's, it's not a rock type. It, it, yeah. It's crab type. It's
1: crab, <laughs> it's crab type. type. <laughs> it's crab type. Well, you guys got the points there, so you're six for four. Uh, your next question is your base stat question, as always. And this is going to come to you from Ace Trainer Nova. Which Pokemon with the Iron Fist ability has the lowest base attack? Oh, this oh. is a really hard one. It's it's it's. Lady I love Anne. how creative the community has gotten about this, but yeah, I feel Lady like it's Lady
3: Anne or like does
1: Lady, Lady ba
0: Anne has get Iron? It, f-
3: it does. It, okay, it's the dumbest it thing to be, get Iron Fist.
0: It has to be Lady Ba. <laughs> unless there's like a baby Pokemon that gets it.
3: I can't think of any. The the next one I could think of is like Chimchar, maybe. But no, that's actually no, that's like not gonna be not worse than Lady Anne.
0: Mm-hmm. No, no way. And I
3: guess the question is does lady like I was saying, does Lady Ba get it before it evolves or does it become Iron Fist upon evolution? Well,
0: um, uh I I honestly like don't Think they gave it so much thought as to make it change upon evolution. Let's put mm-hmm. it that way. That's fair. I like. I didn't even know that the ladybug line got Iron Fist. So. Yeah,
3: I, I know Lady Anne for sp- like because it's like I'm a superhero bug guy. Yeah. I'm this, so it might become that. That's what I'm thinking. Once it goes from just a ladybug to a superhero ladybug.
0: Yeah, but yeah, you know, uh, Ladybug has still has those like nice brown fisties, So that's
3: true. Yeah.
0: Mm, yeah, and I, I can't think of a of a baby Pokemon with the ability.
3: Neither so,
1: can I.
0: Yeah, yeah I I'm, think it's a great answer.
1: Yeah, let's do Lady Ba then. Uh, Yolo. Yolo. Lady Ba is incorrect, but it is Lady and so I'm going to give it to you. Okay, uh, think because Ladybug does not get does not get it, so I, I okay. Will get so they did
0: put some thought into it. I I, yeah. I mistrusted them. Yeah. I apologize.
1: Uh, Ladian has a base attack of thirty five. Uh, uh yeah, um, going to lowest. Uh, the next the next lowest is Palmy with fifty. Oh, uh, mm. uh, okay. Then Jimchar yeah. at fifty eight. Uh then followed by Golette at seventy four. Oh yeah, Golet! But that wow. gives you—that's
3: guys- wow, a big difference yeah. <laughs> between Chimchar and Golet. Like, whoa! Yeah. yeah, it just jumps. That's twenty
1: points. Yeah, it just jumps. So let me go ahead and oh, I lost it. Um, as you guys, I mean, I can tell you who's in first right now. Uh, it's you guys with eight points. Uh, both Lucy and <laughs> Seth are tied. We did it. <laughs> Um and then, <laughs> and then you've got uh, Jushir and Claude tied for third place with seven. And then everybody else has yet to get on the board. Because <laughs> we've had two shows this year. Yay! Yay! <laughs> All right. Well, if you want more Poke Quiz, tune in next week and uh, you could probably get it. Until then, we're going to kick it on over to the topic. We have another review with an indiscernible name. But five stars, so good. I love this podcast, and I really enjoy the top and bottom five types. Here's a great idea. When you run out of these topics, I think you should do a top and bottom five legendary Pokemon. But anyway, thanks for the great conversations, and take care. Well, I can tell you, unpronounceable name, that we are definitely planning more. And if you want to have your review read on the show, drop us a review wherever you listen to the podcast. We really appreciate it. Until next time, though, guys, we will catch you on the flip-flop. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter.
0: Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
1: Welcome to The Topic. Our topic today is uh, the epilogue to the uh, Scarlet and Violet DLC that were released this week. Um, You can do that this week by going on Mystery Gift and getting the mysterious... Or not mysterious, but the mythical...
0: Mythical Pecha Berry. Pecha
1: Berry item, so that you can unlock the epilogue. And I guess
3: we should mention, like, minor... Maybe minor spoilers for what we're going to be discussing. Yeah, minor
1: spoilers. I don't know. Because it's, like, two hours?
0: Probably major spoilers for the epilogue, actually.
1: Probably all of it. <laughs> it's two hours, but it's mostly text. Uh <laughs> It is.
0: Yes. Also, also, since uh, I was personally confused, so you get the petroberry from the mystery gift, then you bring it to peaches. but the description says, oh, the aroma of the peach will make something happen. So you stand around and nothing happens. You have to actually interact with the tiny purple plush on the display. You do, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I was confused.
1: Uh, the epilogue itself um, is very uh, straightforward. I mean, you end up hanging out with your friends for a little bit, after you initiate it, um, your old friends—we get Penny, Arvin, and uh, and Nimona back. Um, the only thing that like really struck me as odd is one—they come to your house, which I think is a very cool touch in terms of a story. Um, but the thing that's super weird is like—is when they like talk about how nice your mom is, and Penny's like, "Your mom's just so pretty. Your mom's hot." Yeah, <laughs> that was really weird. <laughs> but that was weird. That was weird. I'm just gonna say that
3: the thing I loved was when Penny was the biggest do you have games on your phone moment yes Yes. it's like oh my gosh you have a nintendo switch you gotta show me what games you've got on it and i just imagined in that moment you know you the character picking it up yeah i'm playing this game called pokemon violet look at the scene that i'm at (laughs) (laughs) it just creates this paradox (laughs) infinite loop
1: yes yes. yep look it's you (sighs) it's it's very i think i i just thought it was a really like the, the character building they did for that felt very much like a celebration it
3: did yeah
0: it was actually incredible
1: i i did like it
0: for like for what it was i honestly did not expect the character work that went into this epilogue and it was fantastic like there's there's a moment that is just simply a choice of um, oh gosh what's the english word a choice of you know, directing essentially the 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 perspective from which you're shown a scene. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And there's this moment when everyone is talking about their parents, and then everyone there's a moment where Arvin is like, "Oh, but you're lucky that you know your parents worry about you and had to be convinced that you go." And then.
1: No, that was when Penny was talking to her dad and called him annoying. Who it turns out. Is is Peony, which is I think peony? Is, which is Peony, which is great.
0: Wow, amazing.
1: Did did you pick up on that Because uh
0: No, I did not pick up on it being Peony.
1: Because uh because because Penny goes goes, dad, it's not an adventure. An adventure. Yeah, I know. And that's something that Peony says all the time. <laughs>
3: And it's also confirmed for sure that Penny is basically a exchange student type thing from Galar early on. Yeah,
0: I got that part because it's, it's you know, the, 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 um, you know, the, the British way of pronouncing it. But, uh, but I didn't get that it was a specifically reference to Peony because my memory sucks. No, but uh, like that moment, after that moment, everyone is like, okay, yay, let's go. And there's a shot that's like from Arvin's side where you can see his clenched fist. Yeah. Yep. And that's like, wow. Yeah. Wow.
3: I have my complaints about Scarlet Violet in general, but I will say for sure, character and like lore as far as the people.
0: Chef's kiss.
3: Not one of them. Very good. Very well done. Better done than I think we've ever seen.
1: No, no, this this is the best. Like, this is like, I would have argued before Gen 9, like maybe Gen 5 had some better character work, but I think this is better than Gen 5 by by far. Like, like... These are actually people, like not. Well, instead of having, instead of just having like one N who's like a complicated character, Mm yeah, who you actually like get tidbits about, we got like three of those. Or I would argue. Well, I'm gonna argue more than three. uh, I'm gonna say Kieran and Carmine are like four. Like they make four together. (laughs) They make four together.
0: Uh, Which ninety percent of that is Kieran.
1: Yes. Uh, and even then, I feel like Kieran's story is still like very awkward in a week.
0: It's very mm, from one extreme to the other,
3: yes, we were we were railroaded into making him what he was. that's what i that's what happened
1: there,
0: yeah, yeah, which was not very nice. um,
1: yeah, I mean, a lot of the blueberry like Drayton is very good too, though, so
0: yes, I love him.
1: Drayton is so good,
3: oh my gosh, I love him.
0: I love him,
3: like Drayton's very good he's
0: like because he's like. He has all of the characteristics of the, you know, chill dude who's good at stuff but doesn't care about anything else. But he actually does care. But
3: he's secretly the smartest guy in the room and gets 98s on all his tests.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's like, okay, it's, it's a trope, but it's not a flat trope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I liked him.
3: He designed the entire thing to happen so that Kieran would be knocked down a peg yes. by mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Like he... It it was masterfully done.
1: No, no, the, the the character work is done very well.
3: Yeah,
0: the way that the other characters were like, "Ooh, he's plotting something," but it wasn't for nefarious nefarious purposes. Yeah, he, yeah, he did it because he cared. Yeah, yeah. So that was was very nice. I liked it. Anyway, the epilogue.
1: Yeah, no, the epi- I mean, the epilogue is. I I don't know. I I I like that we got the moments with uh with the old friends because honestly, I wish there would have been more moments like that. Agree. Yes. To begin with in the DLC. Like I, I am really disappointed that it took until the epilogue for us to do this.
0: Yeah, same. It
3: does make sense though, because they would have to they'd have to adapt because the other stuff you might be doing at different time points and yeah, things yeah, like yeah. that. Like you might be able to go to Kitakami if you were to start a new game tomorrow.
1: Oh, that's fair. That's fair. That now that makes sense to me. I think I I wonder how the perspective changes, and this is something that I kinda want to explore doing a playthrough on Twitch, like I was saying. If you were to experience the DLC while you were playing the game. Yeah.
3: I kind of, I've honestly been tempted to buy Scarlet. Number one, because I want to be able to do that and not lose everything I've done in my Violet run through. Mm -hmm. And number two, to help, I've I've started a project of making a living decks. Yep. Mm. That will get me there, (laughs) at least a part of the way on the modern stuff. So,
1: no, I I really just wanted to try to, I I, like, I kind of want to experience it from that perspective to see if my experience changes. Agreed. Yeah, I think I think doing Kitakami and Blueberry Academy like back to back just yeah. doesn't do justice to what they're trying to build. Yeah,
0: but question. Yeah, do the do the levels scale?
1: Uh, in Kitakami, the levels scale, In Kitakami they do.
0: Okay, cool. Good, good, good. good.
1: They, yeah, they they scale in Kitakami. They do not scale. It, it's like it's like the last gen in Gen Eight with the DLC mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Isle of Armor scaled, but um, Crown Tundra didn't.
2: Okay. Yeah, I don't
3: well, I don't even know if you can I could be wrong here, but I know you can get to Kitakami basically immediately. Yeah. I don't know if you can get to
1: Blueberry immediately. I could be wrong. I don't think you can get to Blueberry immediately.
3: That one might require a story point.
1: You have to become a champion to be able to go to Blueberry. You have to become champion.
3: But I think it'd be fun.
0: You have to be a champion and to have finished the Kitakami story. Yes. Yeah.
3: And I want desperately to go through a playthrough. With the item that I've just found out recently exists, Mm. which is the Diplin joke
2: glasses.
3: (laughs) If you have not seen the Diplin joke glasses item, you can buy it in Kitakami from the mask shop. Yeah. Buy them, do yourself a favor, put them on, go to a serious scene. You look ridiculous.
1: Stop, stop. (laughs) you're <laughs> it, just like the classic video game trope of customizable character <laughs> I, but those glasses specifically like
3: look them up if you haven't seen them oh my gosh they're the best things ever <laughs> and I want to do a play
0: it's like when you forget to when you forget to take off the funny mask before you do the cutscenes for the things in breath of the wild <laughs> exactly
3: <laughs> Exactly, or like you're in the you're in the pink horrible things in the cutscene in Baldur's Gate. And you're just like, oh, hello, yes, this is my serious party, and this court jester that follows us around.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's even it's even worse in Breath of the Wild when you do the yeah. dungeons. Yeah. And there's like dramatic zoom in on Link as he remembers, <laughs> and you're looking at you know, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. something ridiculous. <laughs> the premise is this Pokemon, uh, Pecherun- which is mm-hmm. a peach, um, which follows into the peach in the loyal three.
0: We finally we finally got yeah, we finally got Momotaro in the Momotaro story.
1: It's actually it's shooting mochi at people and making them eat it, uh, to turn into uh zombies or something that really like Chicken Dance Mind Control People. Yeah, chicken dance mind control zombies. I I didn't like the chicken dance. I, I like the idea of mind control zombies, but like the chicken dance stuff was like really bugging me.
0: The chicken dance was worth it just for the one joke about Arvin being embarrassed about doing the chicken dance even while he was possessed.
1: Now, my favorite thing is Nimona is like, Nimona is still like breaking through all of it. Like, Nemona's barely being... Mu- Her desire to
3: battle is breaking through.
0: <laughs> Nimona is so hyper fixated on battles that she can is that, essentially like work through the possession to have a Pokemon battle. It's amazing.
3: It's big Goku energy, and I love it.
1: I also love. I also love like the little scene, uh, in, like right before everybody starts getting possessed, where they're like, "We gotta find the TV remote." Like that is the most like sleepover esque situation I ever, <laughs> I've ever seen.
0: Yes, yes,
3: <laughs> that was very well done. Surprisingly, and it was like buried. <laughs>
1: like what? No, the guy hit it because he was play- playing the tourism video. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it, was, it
3: was that good. was hilarious. That was funny. It felt very like a slice-of-life anime episode, and then all of a sudden... Yeah! That's actually, honestly, now that I think about it, that's what the whole epilogue felt like, was just like a random side episode of an anime. Yeah, that's what this is.
0: It was the classic episode where they go on holiday to, like, an onsen, and then something spooky happens. Oh gosh, we've gotten involved in a whole bunch of hijinks! Oh no! It was great. It was great. Why
3: is the town doing chicken dances everywhere?
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I also, I at least appreciate that we got like a mythical Pokemon with like at least a little bit of something as well.
0: Yeah, I was thinking about you all the time. I was like, they actually did what Thatch has been wanting for years. <laughs>
1: no, this is literally all you need to do. Like, this is this is, is significantly better than just like, here's a Pokemon, it's going to be in a movie.
3: A guy in a Pokemon center has God to give you.
1: Yeah, exactly.
3: Yes. <laughs>
1: I, I, this is the kind of mythical Pokemon that I'm very much like, and it is a mythical Pokemon, which is really cool. Like, I think, yeah. it, I think it's like the newest mythical Pokemon that we've received. Yeah. This is the way to do it. Like, I think because it's a mythical Pokemon that's like kind of quote unquote demythicalized, if that makes sense. Like at its release. Yeah. Exactly.
3: From the old definition of what mythical
1: is. Like it's, it's quote unquote demythicalized. I, I don't know how long the, the event runs with the, uh, with, with, the, uh, download for the for the item but
3: yeah I really hope it's going to be like the Magirna where it's just forever
1: yeah I think it should be
0: I imagine it's going to be like indefinitely
1: yeah I would hope so Uh, because it, it just kind of wraps the story up so nicely it does
0: Mm-mm.
3: as far as I really like the characters all meeting each other and there was the awkward moment where Arvin's trying to be like claiming you as best friend because you're literally the only other human he has in his life cough and um yeah he's really defensive about that and kieran honestly in a moment of extreme character development for kieran i was talking about this with linian offline the like yesterday and you know the kieran's whole thing early was that he was really jealous of you bonding with carmine all of a sudden and the whole ogre pond like that whole thing but also him you just bonding with his sister immediately so he was really defensive of your friendship yeah now in this epilogue, where Kieran's trying to be painted as kind of a re- reforged, reborn kind of character, mm-hmm. you're exactly he right. He didn't even notice Arvin, yeah, being like that. So that's a development. Honestly, it was kind of cool. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right.
0: It was very cute. Yeah. Also, uh, we should say in case someone hasn't played it through to the end yet. But if you bring Ogrepawn and or the Loyal Three to the final battle in the epilogue, you get special interactions.
1: Oh, I didn't yep.
3: think of the Loyal yep. Three. You do? I didn't, yeah. I didn't bring them,
1: but I heard about it. I, I do really, man. I I really like the way that the DLC um, has handled uh, quote unquote boss battles. By the way, um, yeah, mm-hmm. where there's a health bar and then you catch them. Where it's a health bar and then you catch them because I, that, I mean, that's, that's closer to like what I would imagine the Pokemon experience to be than, yeah. you know, like if, like, let's take Gen 3, for instance, right? Gen 3 or, you know, just the Hoenn story where you have to fight Kyogre slash Groudon at some mm-hmm. point to, to prevent them from like destroying the world, essentially a cataclysmic event. And, you know, we have to sit there and like weaken them to like two health and then start chucking balls at them. Yeah. I think the way that they do it now is much better. Cause one is much truer to the story. Like, Hey, you knocked it out. You stopped the problem.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Here's your reward.
0: You've
3: weakened it. Finally. Now's your chance.
1: I mean, the pet, the Petra run is an example of that. But I think like the way they did Ogre Pond, the way they did Terrapagos, it was just all done so well.
0: Yeah. I really like it because it doesn't take away like, it doesn't make the story anticlimactic
3: and it doesn't make part of the whole like experience of the story sitting there forever chucking one ultra ball after it and keeping it alive
1: that that is something i don't miss in modern po- in from the past pokemon like that is that that is one of the best quality of life developments has been has been this like this is i i hope this keeps going on further too because it makes you i, I don't know i i did also like how you had to battle Nimona, then battle petra yeah i really like that because there is no you could go into it without healing -hmm mm-hmm. so it made it a little bit harder i don't know I, I really i really like when Pokemon does that like I still can't get over blueberry academy and how much the how hard the elite four was yeah mm-hmm. i i really enjoyed that and i kind of hope they keep doing that
0: you actually had to think a bit
1: yeah man thinking in my Pokemon game especially
3: if you go into Drayton and keep the Pokemon that you caught like if you do it that way which is real cool
0: oh yeah i i didn't I didn't do that because
3: I did because I wanted the challenge and I actually had to do him like three times and I had to retrain and redo a lot of my Pokemon because I'm like, okay, this strategy did not work at all. So that was a really cool little challenge.
1: Yeah, I, those things are really cool. I really like those things. To be fair, Pokemon's kind of been trying to do that. If you, if you've paid attention at regionals at all, Seth, to like side events yeah they do those where you have to go you have like 30 minutes to go catch pokemon and you have to use this pokemon in a, in a tournament yeah in a side event isn't that doesn't that sound like a blast that's really cool i didn't know that was a thing okay that's a that's a side event at some of the regionals so like uh I definitely recommend that so i i think that's a cool tournament too maybe we should even do something like that like amongst staff or something that'd be kind of fun that'd be fun content you have an hour to catch something a, a team of whatever uh, you get you get this long to catch a team and you train it up no yeah no uh, vitamins go for it
3: raw based stat and whatever you fight along the way yep
1: it, it'll be, be silly great. yeah it's uh it's great i i really liked uh the petron story though yeah it was i liked having a story if that makes sense it was a
3: silly fun little story it didn't like mm-hmm. It didn't answer really any lore questions. It didn't really leave you anymore with a complete picture of what Scarlet Violet is, but it was a fun little story to wrap up, as y'all said, the DLC with. Not necessarily
1: They make a point of saying that it's the uh it's the hidden it's the epilogue to the hidden treasure of Area Zero, not the epilogue to the game. Yeah. It might be the game. <laughs> I don't know though.
0: Might be the game. So there's two possible reasons for that a is it's not the end of the actual game because there's something more coming or b it's just because you need to have bought the Dlc to play it
1: i i see it both ways yeah mm-hmm. we have constantly asked game freak to like slow down and i think dlc' is a really low effort way to slow down agreed yeah. in all honesty i think you can make a really really cool game we we complain about Dexit every once in a while right um because it, it fundamentally changed Pokemon and modern Pokemon kind of makes more sense to me now, but I think you could get around a lot of that if you, instead of doing one year of DLC, you did two years of DLC.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: You could get around a lot of that because if you look at the number of Pokemon missing now, that's about two D DLCs worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you do one more DLC pack and boy, oh boy, do we got it. I, I was Part of me also is just like, well, we got Scarlet, Violet, Indigo, Teal. We could get like two more colors in there, right? Like <laughs> That's a rainbow. Two more colors. Uh, I, I think that'd be re- i think that would be interesting i was kind of hoping for that with swish as well though um but they they did yeah. red blue green and yellow for swish so i, I i'm not surprised mm-hmm. but i think they could do it again i'd be really into it <laughs> yeah i mean it could be i think it'd be cool i would be really into another couple dlcs
0: yeah these have been fun
1: yeah i mean dlcs are really good and these particularly were very good they added a lot to the game they did
0: Mm-mm-mm-mm.
1: it's probably over like the game's probably over
3: more than likely but we'll see. You
1: know in a month and a half we'll be hyped up for uh that's just going that's just going to go on a wild limb on on oh? on February 27th and say it's uh something callous.
3: Okay.
0: Oh, everyone is saying something Unova, you know, but you're saying something callous. Something
1: callous. I'm th- I'm saying something callous. Uh I mentioned it last week. I-
3: I'm just still the thing that I'm most curious about is that stupid area on the map. That is still oh,
1: it's never gonna inaccessible. Be. That's just there to show you that it's that Paul Day is not an island. I know, but yeah. like, what is it? Like,
0: it, it's well, it's Kalos, but uh... <laughs> it's
1: callous, but you can't go.
0: Yeah, but
3: tell me, like, the world exists. The Pokemon world exists, and this map acknowledges it in a sense. What is it? Tell just tell me.
1: They haven't done like an official Poke Earth. You know what I mean? They... You can
3: tell me I can't go there. But just tell me what it is. <laughs> Don't just gray it out.
1: I, 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 I think there's a chance we get something Kalos yeah, uh, next possible. year. I think it's possible. Just because Xerneas uh, and Neuveltal are the only two box art legendaries missing.
3: Exactly. That's what really throws me on that.
1: Mm-mm-mm-mm. And Furfru is in one of like the ten Pokemon that's missing. <sighs> yeah. So a Gen 5 remake doesn't fix it. It <laughs> doesn't fix it. And like you said, Rush and Zekrom are already here. Yeah, uh, I think they also gave us a celebration of Johto. And you know, I think I think if we get a Unova remake, it's just, um they should give us some kind of Gen Two remake at the same time, just because Kitakami is so heavily based on Johto. They
3: did though. It's just it's just Kitakami and Blueberry. Those are the remakes.
1: I don't know that those are remakes.
3: Now we could go to six and do it correctly.
1: I don't know if those are the remakes or rather just uh, homages. You know what I mean? Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: But I I, w- I could see a world where they're just like, well, we did the homages so we could get to this X and Y remake.
3: We can get to the actual games where Pokemon became good.
0: <laughs> I, will, I, uh, ahem, I will tell you what. <laughs> if they do skip any sort of Gen 5 thing to go to Gen 6, there will be people who get angry. And I might be one of them. Although I, I do love Kalos.
3: Of course. And if they don't, there's going to be people. There's going to be people who are angry all the time anyway. Every time.
0: Yeah. That's fair. Yeah.
3: The sun will rise, the moon will rise, and Pokemon fans will be angry at the next thing. That is... Yes. Mm-hmm. Those are constants. 100%.
1: Because I guarantee you, even if there is a Gen 5 remake, it, people are going to complain that it's not in the style that they wanted it to be in.
3: Well, I'll just be angry oh, that there's yeah. a Gen 5 remake. Like,
0: <laughs> See?
1: <laughs> I just think Gen 5's an awkward Gen to remake. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
3: I don't want to think about when I was a teenager and wanted to do things differently. I don't like to think of that.
1: Not that, but more so that black and white is. We weren't teenagers when black and white came out, were we? I'm using a metaphor.
0: Well, I wasn't, but um, I'm
3: I'm using a metaphor of like I don't po- that was Pokemon's teenage years. I don't want to relive my teenage years.
1: I don't disagree, uh, but like I I also I just think that it's very hard to do black and white justice without black and white too.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Because it explains a lot of the lore, uh especially like for Team Plasma and their motivations and
0: Yeah, I think I think the
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I just I think I think Black and White without Black and White 2 is like only 75% of the story. Um and only 25% of the fun.
0: <laughs> the only way that you uh, do Gen 5 justice is with, you know, a, a, a Legends game about the original Dragon.
1: No, no, like, I, I do think Legends games need to happen, too. I mean, we're just diving into last week's topic, which is fine. But
0: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> sorry.
1: Le- Legends, uh, Legends needs to happen, uh, I think, for something. I, whether it's Johto or Unova or even Hoenn, something off the wall, right? Mm -hmm. I'd be down I think that I do think it things benefit uh and this is just from the one-time experience I I do believe Arceus benefited from me playing my experience playing Arceus Legends Arceus benefited from me playing BDSP right beforehand fair enough Mm. yeah only because I played BDSP and I go oh yes I remember all these locations from this old game and then I went and played Arceus and I go, Oh, this is where you know this is in the modern day. This is
3: this location. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. I've got a lot of benefit out of that. Um, in terms of being able to see the references and I got a. L- I feel like I got a little bit more out of Arceus that way. I'm kinda hoping that they do that again the next Arceus game, we get the remake paired with uh with with the game. I I think mm. I, I do think that um Lugi and Ho are like next on the list because they haven't gotten anything. Mm. You know what I mean? Like they haven't. Like if you look at all the box art legends, they all have a thing, <laughs> and it's not. And Lukey and Ho don't.
0: Yeah, yeah. They
1: don't have a thing. So I we got origin they got form. Movies. Uh, I mean, so did most of the other box art legends. Yeah. Uh. Also, Ho 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 didn't actually get a movie, uh, unless you really count. Unless you count, I choose you. But like,
3: yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> that's his whole thing.
1: I, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to believe your reality, so. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I'm very, I'm very curious. Very curious. Mm-hmm. I, off the wall, like my, my, like, my, like, high risk, high reward bet is callous, something callous in next mm-hmm. month. Uh, that's my high risk, high reward. I'm going to repeat this for the next six weeks and everybody's going to have to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> So, I don't know. Is there anything else you guys want to say about the epilogue? Or, like, I, the quote-unquote end of Scarlet and Violet? I don't, I, I don't really have much to say other than, like, I very much enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they actually, like, gave us an opportunity to revisit the the original three friends from the main story. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah.
0: yeah. I really, really, really appreciated that.
3: Mm-hmm. Now I'm on a mission to get those stupid sinister glasses from Carmine.
0: <laughs>
1: we'll have fun doing that, Seth. <laughs> I think uh, we'll wrap it up here, then. Mm-hmm. We're going to go ahead and we're going to kick it on over then to our Pokemon of the episode. We will catch you on the flip-flop. Pokemon of the episode. Welcome to our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 1025, Peca- Petorunt, the Subjugation Pokemon. What a name. Right? Yeah.
0: The Pokemon Scarlet Pokédex entry for Petrant states it feeds others toxic mochi that draw out desires and capabilities. Those who oh. eat the mochi yeah, those who eat the mochi fall under Petrant's control, chained to its will.
3: And I'll go ahead and read the violet one too, because we might as well, mm-hmm. since this guy's new. It's peach-shaped shell serves as, serves as storage for a potent poison. It makes poisonous mochi that serve and serves them to people and Pokemon. That comment on
1: the scarlet one though,
0: yeah, yeah, some
3: click, yep, yeah, yep. yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: no, it just feeds things, mochi. I mean, you can even look at the like, the blueberry Pokedex image of it too, um, and you mm-hmm. can see like the loyal three yep. in the back. And it the can loyal be ca- three
2: in it,
3: yeah, yeah,
1: because it obviously made the loyal three, um, and they have the cool, cute little uh, message too for if you use the loyal three against it, it gets upset because the loyal three are fighting against it. It screams yeah. at them, yeah. It screams so, at
0: really. This is uh, probably uh, a lot of people already know this, but the entire group of legendaries from Kitakami—they're all based on the legend of Momotaro, yeah, 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 the peach.
2: Mm, and so, now,
0: yeah. in the legend of Momotaro, this boy who was born from a peach, it went on a journey to you know defeat some ogres and it had three loyal friends who were mm-hmm. a dog a monkey and a pheasant so uh, yeah okay in in scarlet and violet the ogre the oni is actually the good guy sort yeah. of <laughs> uh but yeah obviously the you know the loyal three and and Petorant are on the same side and it's very heavily implied that you know it fed them those mochi, and it made the loyal three what they wanted to be—like yes. stronger and smarter. Right, but they also got chained to and will and became its allies. Yep. So it, it's yeah, so it's a full circle. Finally, I love it.
1: Yeah, no, it's. And uh,
3: I guess since they did it willingly, like I, I imagine this is some kind of like deal with the devil.
1: Yeah, happening
3: with this because something like, like they,
0: that because they like they are you know independent enough exactly so they probably like wanted this because they were like oh yes make me what i've always wanted to be yeah but then they have to be like essentially the they are the loyal three but they're not loyal to the they're people. Loyal, to yeah. loyal to petrant yeah yeah <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah
3: yeah and it, what is it this map guy that we were looking at that it says things like okie doggy was once a smaller and weaker mm-hmm. pokemon yeah. but a desire for
1: strength let I think that's its Pokédex entry. Muscles. I think that's its Pokédex entry. Is it? Yeah,
0: it's similar. It's yeah, similar. It's very similar uh, to its
1: Pokédex entry. If not, it's Pokédex entry. The Pokédex
0: says something like the chain made it stronger, and for uh, okay. like, Monkey Dory, it says the chain made it smarter. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. It's tying all it together once you look at all the lore pieces. Yes. So. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is cool. Exactly. This is actually really cool to look into. and. Mm-hmm. uh like, the malignant chain is, attack that it uses is straight up the chains on the Loyal 3. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: It looks exactly I, the same.
3: I also love just what it is in general mm-hmm. and the fact that they went with poison type for it because, like, peach pits are notorious for containing things like, what is it, cyanide? They're Yeah, they're toxic. And, if, and they're related to the almond family, which if something tastes like a bitter almond, that is indicative of it being, like, a poison. Mm-hmm. So. That was a very good choice. I just like, like
1: scientifically. I just like that lately they've been giving us really interesting mythical and legendary Pokemon types instead of just yeah, yeah. yeah like here's a dragon. Um, and they
0: all like make sense with mm-hmm. the story yeah. because when you think about it, you are like, but why are those three legendary Pokemon poison types? And the reason is that. The chain from Petra is from what the made poisoned. them uh-huh. legendaries. Yep. And the reason they have their ability is that they have the chain on them. Yep. So they poison you by touching them the same way that the move poisons you. The
3: move you does. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's great. It's fantastic. It's
3: such a good thematic group. Yes. Yeah. Like one of the and- most... Put together thematic like trio, quadruple.
1: Well, it feels it, yeah. it feels like a deeper version of uh, the Musketeers to some extent, right? Um, yes. Yeah, kind of, sort of. Yeah, yeah. It feels slightly. Yeah. I mean, it's cool be it's it's as if you took the legendary dogs and how they got created by Ho oh um, and mm-hmm. added it to and the put substance to it. Well, and you add and then you like added in also like the three Musketeers to some extent, right? Because yeah. you have a you have the one mythical Pokemon that created all of them there's a fourth pokemon that's a mythical that goes with the trio mm-hmm. just like Keldeo. Yep. um but then yeah. you also have that pokemon created the other ones but it's also kind of evil maybe uh yeah,
0: yeah this is with if, a if by
1: evil you mean feeds them mochi that makes them do the chicken dance like uh yeah I it's just a very interesting pokemon it, it's it i also love its base stat spread actually i i don't right? understand it's I, funny is there- is there like a reason there's for- There's something to do- what, Does 88 yes. have something to do with something? I, I was just curious. Yeah. Uh,
3: I was reading something. It has something to do with something in Buddhism. Okay. Something like that. It also mirrors the HP stat across the Loyal 3. All the three, all four of them have 88 HP. Okay,
1: okay. I was, just
3: curious. I was just curious. There's something curious. 88 um, people who are much smarter than me in knowledge and like religious things of that nature. Yeah. Well, th- there's something there. I just can't find it.
1: So for, for everybody else who doesn't know, uh, all of the stats are 88 with the exception of defense, which is at 160, which still gives it the mythical base stat total of 600.
3: And before you ask, <laughs> no, it doesn't get body press. <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> honestly, its move pool is of kind of shallow. Uh, really, yeah. Um, I love. I do love that Gengar is no longer The Gengar line is no longer uh, its own. The only ones of that type anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a Poison yep. Ghost type. Um, Malignant mm-hmm. Chain, is a really cool move that it got, which is 100 accuracy, 100 base power poison move, which also has yeah. a 50% chance to toxic poison. Nuts.
2: Mm.
3: And its ability, if you all don't know yeah. the ability on Petorunt, it's Poison Puppeteer, which is very thematically appropriate. Mm-mm-mm. And it reads, when a Pokemon is poisoned by any of uh, Petorunt's moves, it will also become confused. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. it doesn't activate if the user's not Petarunt or if it's been s- if skill swap fails or whatever. Uh, if the Pokemon's poisoned by something like Toxic Spikes, even I guess if it's set by Petarunt, I don't know if it gets it, but it does not activate it. It has to be poisoned by a move. So, Malignant Chain and Poison Puppeteer go hand in hand. I love it. Yep. It also gets Hex, which is Stab. Yeah, because it's a Ghost Poison. So
0: <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah.
3: It's got by a really way, shallow move pool but it's got exactly the moves that it needs like yeah. recover, exactly. malignant hex, and then parting shot. That's all you need ever.
0: By the way, I was very satisfied by the fact that like I went into the battle with Pecharand and it was like obvious which type it was going to be based yeah. on the story.
1: Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's very well integrated.
3: Where the the first two people send out two poison types and then someone else later sends out two types. Oh, I didn't even think
0: about that. I thought about the fact that, okay, it feeds you something that is purple and makes you act weird. And then it controls you and it hides. And there's like weird, like purple wisps around the people possessed. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, it possesses people. It's a ghost. It does so with contaminated food. It's a poison type.
3: Yeah, it's very <laughs> it's very broadcast on just behavior. Yeah. But also, I noticed it. I, I knew what petrument was going in, and mm-hmm. you know, the first two people send out what an, an area and an Arbok or whatever. Yeah, it's like, okay, that's right, it's yeah. The poison. And then people later send out two ghosts, and it's like,
1: oh, okay. See, yeah. I
0: didn't even think about. The Pokemon that were used, like yeah. there were different clues. I, I did think got. it was
1: really cool. You got to fight uh, the uh, the grandma and the grandpa,
0: right? And you uh, finally yeah. find out their names. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was
1: great. I really liked <laughs> it. That. Was
0: really cute. It was really cute. I'm
1: like, well, that's a really nice little detail. Mm-mm. But yeah, uh, Petra Hunt looks fun. I mean, I- I'm excited to see if it gets a TCG card. I mean, it will. But it will. Yeah, it'll be. In like Dumb. a year, maybe. Uh,
3: <laughs> Watch should be something stupid where it just at, it's like a bench sitter that adds ten damage to poison or something stupid. I could
1: see it being that. Well, because uh, yeah, rotation F is coming, so Radiant Sneezler gets booted, right? So
3: I don't think it does. I don't think we lose any Radiance.
1: Uh, no, no not this they rotation. The rotation in... after this. The oh, rotation after oh, this. We Yeah, do. next year. No, no, all the ro- Radiants are uh are F block right now. All the uh, mm-hmm. all the Radiants are F block. Yeah. There's such a cool hollow pattern too. That's gonna to be sad to see them go.
3: Yeah. Oh well. Oh but, well. Yeah. What what other trivia things are on
1: here? There's I'm no other trivia through. things we I talked like about it. them
3: all. I want to use this thing in something because it's just fun. Oh,
1: mm-hmm. I mean, I think you could use it in whatever tier smoke gun decides it falls in. Um
3: It'll probably be UU at this point. Uh, UU U sounds guessing. right. UU sounds right. Because with a base 600 and that defensive stat line, that is a monster. Mm -hmm. And it's got just, like I was saying, it's got just the four moves that you'd ever want on it. Yep. I can't even think of a move I'd want to give this thing. It's got, other than body press, maybe, but even then, Mm
2: -hmm.
3: like, meh, it's fine.
1: It'll be fine. I think it's going to have one job and it's just going to do it well. Yeah. Be an annoying poison
3: thing and pivot out with parting shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. I could see parting shot slash body press. That would be the extent of... Because, like, what do you want to switch into a poison type? A steel type. What do you want to switch into a ghost type? A dark type. Well, there's going to be no body type, press,
1: but you could tough. you could just Terra fighting, though, and Terra Blast, right? You could, yeah. But, yeah. I mean,
3: like, in general. You know, in Gen 10, when mm-hmm. we lose Terrastalization as an entire thing...
1: Oh, then we don't have to worry about any of these Pokemon.
3: Or like we learned that terastalizing actually inflicts terrible pain on the Pokemon or something (laughs) stupid like that.
1: Uh, Terastalization is probably like the second best mechanic or like 1.5 best mechanic um, uh, of them all. But yeah, we'll see. But yeah, I think, yeah, I kind of want to wrap up the segment here because I don't know that we have much else to say. Uh, I like the little guy. I want to use the little guy. It's fun. Let us know if you use him. Uh, We'd love to see any teams you guys come up with in a minute. Or anything else. Uh, art? You got any art of him? Put it in the Discord server.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, uh, that is going to be it for our Pokemon of the episode. We're going to kick it on over to our mailbag. So let's uh, let's go do that.
2: It's mail time! Got it! Sending your email!
1: Welcome to our mailbag. The mailbag is the part of the show where we read your emails on the podcast. Um, you send them in to us at puckelpodcast.com and we give we get them a read um, over here. So we typically have a question. Last week we asked you guys what you guys predict for 2024 coming from the Pokemon Company. Additionally, uh, this segment is always brought to you by the fictional energy drink Green Toros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves! Yeah! That was the best one in a while. That was the best one in a while. Yeah! We'll give the Green Taurus badge on the Discord server to anybody we deem worthy for giving us a good conversation or anything else. (laughs) So, without further ado, further to do, Hmm. let's go ahead to give read these emails. This first one is going to be from uh, Tony. I believe Seth's got that one.
3: All righty, that one's me. It starts off: Hi, Puckle Crew, long time listener and first time writing in. My current prediction for Pokemon in twenty twenty four are the following: one. Virtual console ports to the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance of Gen 1, Red and Blue. Okay. Item 2. I hope so.
0: I wish.
2: <laughs>
3: Gen 2, Gold, Sapphire, and Gen 3 as a separate app to allow communication with Pokemon Home. Oh, I, I, that's pardon me. Item 2. Uh, Red, Blue, Gold, Silver, there's, sorry, there were lines when there, I wasn't yeah. expecting mm. it. So. Yeah. Virtual console ports to the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance of Gen 1, Gen 2, and Gen 3. That's one sentence. Got it. As a, Uh, as a separate app to allow for communication with home and finally bridge the gap from Gen 1, 2, and 3. So that's one of the items as a whole. Mm -hmm. My apologies that I read that weird. Anyway, uh, item two, remakes for black and white. This will be done by Ilka and being improved from the previous remake's attempts, these will definitely be another faithful remake. As much of this as has been widely planned by the community allowing for easier access to the Gen 5 games is much needed, especially when you account for Pokemon Bank's eventual closing.
1: I don't disagree with this argument. Like, I think there needs to be something to be done about the Gen 5 games in general, just with the prices, right? Agreed. Yeah. The prices are insane. It, like, I argue this also for some Gen 4 games as well, like Ark Osel Silver. Yeah.
3: Like, I... I think the point about, like, bridging the gap between the bank closing... That is important, too. ...transporter closing is a, is the biggest argument
1: yeah. for that. Mm. For a Kalos remake, you're correct. For a Kalos yeah. remake where
3: you ha- suddenly get all the Unova Pokemon. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Uh, all of the Unova Pokemon that are missing right now from Switch titles yeah. are actually in XY. Yeah. Fun fact. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so they're here.
0: Very fun
1: fact, actually, yeah. Uh, Yeah, fun fact, all the Nova Pokemon that are missing are all available in X and Y. Yay. Uh, But anyway, they go on.
3: I do not think that we will see any other main series games, as this is rumored to be the last year of the current Switch system. These are a bit more tame than most, but I'm still hopeful for Stadium 3, as it could be used for major tournaments for a better competitor and viewer experience. Until next time, Tony. Yeah. Hmm. That would be cool, actually.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That would be such a neat little thing. I just don't see the financial incentive for Nintendo yeah. to do it. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. Because one, like, I think it would sell. Like, don't I don't disagree. It would, it would totally sell. It would sell, but would it be used? Well, my worry, uh, my if I if I am a person in a company, uh, that is meant to make money. Yep. Mm-hmm. My my thought immediately goes to, well, let's say we have like a Pokemon Stadium three that connects to Pokemon Home. Mm-hmm. What incentivizes that person to buy our new game? Yeah, uh, if we're using this for competitions, uh, th- that's what I think, right? Like that's that's my. Mm, mm, mm,
2: mm, 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 mm.
3: And if you're using it for competition, do you need to buy the game? Yeah, or do you just transport your Pokemon to that competition's thing? Like, yeah, yeah. Talk about pay to win, pay to even play after you've bought yeah. the game. Mm-hmm.
1: That's a weird thing. Yeah. Be cool though. We just want many games. I don't know. You know this. <laughs> that's true. And maybe like. A battle uh a battle uh like a facility, essentially. Like that's what we mm-hmm. want. Yeah. Is that it? Did we finish this?
3: Yeah, that's it. Yep. Oh, until sorry, next time, sorry, Tony. Tony. Yep. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, thank you for that, Tony. All right. Uh we have another email then from uh two crow forty eight.
0: Yep, I've got this one. Hello, Puckle Crew. I'm very curious as to what Pokemon decides to do this year. Personally, I don't see another legends happening until, until at least twenty twenty five. Simply because I don't think Nintendo expected Legends Arceus to be as loved as it is. This is actually a, That's a good point. A reasonable point, yes.
1: The the only thing is, like it's still most Pokemon games are developed for three years. Yeah. Yeah. And that one came out January 2022. Right now we're sitting on the two year mark of that game's anniversary. So like this is kind of enough time for them just to have done it. it like as a reaction.
0: Yeah, so they they, they could theoretically pull off like uh uh, a holidays release for mm-hmm. for a Legends game. Yeah, it would be almost three years. Uh, they seem to plan out their games in advance, and I truly don't believe a second Legends game was in their plans. So if another is to be made, Nintendo is most likely still in the early stages. Mm-hmm.
1: I disagree. After two, after two years, I disagree.
3: They might have, you know, taken temperature on the reaction for the first six months or whatever
1: and let it kind of... There's been a, like a lot of weird development times for Pokemon lately. For sure, mm-hmm. yeah. If you look at BDSP, BDSP actually only had a year and a half of development time. Yeah, yeah,
3: and we're still feeling the ripples of COVID. Like to be honest,
1: no, no, you're you're absolutely correct. So I, I, like I think you could pull off a Legends game. I don't know that it would happen. Like if by 2025, you mean January 2025 for a Legends game, I could believe that. Yeah, Mm. right. Like I could believe them doing the same thing that they did last time. Um, I, I also like if quoting sales numbers for legends is also, I think, kind of awkward a lot of the time, mm. just because it's not comparing apples to apples with BDSP exactly for a lot of reasons.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: F- so one BDSP has two versions, so it's going to just yeah. sell better Two, BDSP was also like the Christmas game.
0: Mm-mm.
1: Yeah. And you know what came out after Christmas when people usually don't spend money on video games? Oh, it was legends. Arceus?
0: Exactly.
1: Yep. And Legends RC is like, knocked it out of the park on that for a January, like, entertainment genre-type uh, type deal. Yeah. Because uh, January, January is typically the time of year when there's just nothing new in the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. Look at movie theaters in January and tell me what movie you actually want to see. The answer is probably not any of them that are mainstream. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So because movie theaters typically don't do it, the the entertainment industry in general just doesn't put out their best stuff in uh, January because they've kind of just like blown everything they already had around Christmas. Right? Yeah. So I'm actually, if you look at the sales numbers with Legends of Arceus only being like a couple million copies behind BDSP, I think that's incredibly impressive. Yeah, yeah. very much so.
0: The email goes on to say, I expect that one 2 punch this year where we get an announcement of black and white remakes sometime in the middle of the year as well as Black 2, White 2 remakes at the end of either this year or early next year. Imagine the holiday sales of selling Black and White and Black and White 2 bundled together. My bold prediction? 2025 will see the release of Legends Curum and Black 3, White 3, while Gen 10 will be held off until 2026. This way, we get the Gen 10 anniversary during the 30th anniversary. Take care to Crow48.
1: That's f- fair. I don't disagree with like, Offsetting us a year so that we get the tenth gen on the thirtieth anniversary. Yeah. yeah, Like I, I really kind of hope that's the case.
3: It's better than the opposite where they didn't do Z so they'd have it land on the twenty fifth.
1: Yeah, where they sped it up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it would be very easy for them to just go ahead and uh like. I. That's why I think there might be like a chance for more DLC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like th- there's like a fractional chance in my mind just because it's like, oh, here's another year for TLC and then we get. Something stupid or crazy next year.
3: Look, you can go to a specific like subsection of Unova with land. Woo! There's your Gen Five remake. Ha ha ha! Oh wait, you can go to the Crown Tundra again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh look, ends King again. Here he is. Uh... Here, here's two more region references. Right, like here, uh, go to. Uh, you're going to Galar in this third area that nobody knew about. Oh wow. The area of the map that's finally ungraded. Wow! And then, oh man, you can go to you go to Kalos now or Hoenn. Uh, oh look,
3: now we're going to Gen Ten, which is totally not Italy
1: or whatever. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be Europe. They just did Europe like a lot recently, but yeah, I I would love to see uh something completely off the walls. Yeah.
0: Well, we'd ha- we'd have to like uh, see where they've been traveling. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I honestly wouldn't be surprised if like China was on on the menu. I would not be surprised by that either. Based on how they've been pushing, trying to get into the Chinese market.
3: Yeah, with like new translations in in different ver- different Chinese languages, have been a big thing that they've been pushing.
1: I could definitely see that. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for that, True to Crow. All right, I get this last one from Alex. Uh, hey, Puckle peeps, 2024 is shaping up to be an interesting year for me, and I hope that it's treating you all well. Here are my predictions. The epilogue has two parts, the past and the future. Uh, unfortunately, that wasn't true. That's not true, but that would have been cool. Uh, <laughs> In the past explains AZ's doomsday machine to save his Meloetta. Uh, it wasn't a Meloetta. It was a Floette, right? He wasn't saving a Meloetta. Yeah,
3: yeah, I think. it. Yeah. Unless that's some anime or comic riff. I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe he had both. I don't know. No, he
1: did not. Uh, as far as I'm aware, uh, he he had like a Floette and a Torkoal and something else. Oh yeah, I have heard a theory where the machine is what caused the great crater in Paldea. Uh huh, I have heard that as well. Uh, that would make sense if Game Freak does just skip Gen five remakes and go straight to Gen six. Ha ha. Yeah, ha ha. That might be right <laughs> for the future. I imagine a scene of countless paradox Pokemon rampaging across Paldea, crystallizing everything in their path. I realize that this is unlikely, but Pokemon Go skipping Gen 8 to release Gen 9 Pokemon makes me realize that they will do whatever it takes to make money or stay relevant. <laughs> That's so fair. That is the correct uh, analysis of that situation. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Not that I don't think Pokemon would fade into black if they didn't make a change to a low player game. Speaking of, I don't think Pokemon Go is low player, but
2: nah. yeah,
1: I definitely think they might be bleeding players. I'm not. I don't know what the rate is, but.
2: Mm, 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 mm.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Speaking of low player games, I predict a spin off game will be released that is hyped for a week and then turns into Pokemon Mystery Dungeon DX. I barely knew her. Yeah.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's uh potential. I don't know. I love Pokemon spin off games because they're like really hyped for a month and everybody's really into them. Like a good spin off game.
0: Man, guys, remember New Pokemon Snap?
1: I do. I love that game. That game is so good.
0: I loved it too for three weeks.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: And then I forgot that I had it. I
1: love that game, though. I love Pokemon Snap.
3: Honestly, it was like that for BDSP for me. I still haven't finished it.
1: I rushed through BDSP because uh, I was doing like a Nuzlocke with some people. And that was that was actually a really good time um, mm-hmm. uh, that I, I really enjoyed that. And so, like, I rushed through it and I had a really good time because I got to experience the gym leaders and like all of the challenging challenges they had. Like the, I think BDSP, for all the crowd that people give it, is actually one of the better Pokemon games that we've had. <laughs>
3: In general, yeah. When you compare to other things, it becomes iffy. But it's a good game by itself for
1: sure. I it's it's a, one of the better Pokemon games. Like in battle, like it looks beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The changes that they were allowed to make, I assume, like Papa Game Freak was like looking over Ilka's shoulders the entire time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The the changes they were allowed to make were a lot to the gym leader teams. Which one gym leader teams in Gen four? were some of the most interesting teams that we've had in a very long time. Like we 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 really gushed about uh last last week or the week before when we were talking about the DLC review um for Blueberry Academy. We were really gushing about how the Fairy type Elite Four member, I forget her name off the top of my head, how she used you know more than one non Fairy type Pokemon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how exciting that was. I'm like, I just don't know if anybody remembers Gen four and how that was kind of the norm. And
0: <laughs> yeah, gen, gen 4 had a fire type specialist. Yes. With two fire type Pokémon in the Pokédex.
1: Yeah. With two fire types available. With two fire types available. That was just the norm though, if, like even for the gym leader teams. One of the one of the main members of Volkner's team in Diamond and Pearl is an Octillery.
0: I mean, we've we've had this since Gen 1. Look at Agatha.
1: Uh Agatha I don't know whether or not to just call Agatha a poison type specialist. What, with all her ghosts? Right? I, I think she's much more just like, but this it, has been a lot of fun, actually, for like Diamond and Pearl. And then they actually made the teams very challenging in BDSP.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: I, so I, I will defend BDSP. I do not think it's a terrible game at all. I, I think if you've played Gen 4 before, it's not as exciting. I You do have to also remember that, that Gen 4 originally came out 15 years before those games as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So it was a, it was a long, like there are children or not, there are teenagers that existed that did not play that game probably. Yeah. yeah. um So it, it's just something to keep in mind uh, in perspective. Like maybe we didn't enjoy it, but I think other people might've, it, it's kind of the same way I feel when they rerun events in Pokemon go and the Pokemon go community complains that it's like, Oh, not this one again. I'm like, do you guys just not care about new players? <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and so like, that, that's kind of like introspective on myself. Uh, when like we were initially reacting to BDSP being a quote unquote faithful remake, I I think there I think at this point there's probably there's probably value in being a faithful remake.
0: Yeah, with this with these like kinds of times in between, mm-hmm. and the fact that like it's not like you can pick it up on a virtual console somewhere. You have to. Yep. Like suppose you you get uh I, I don't know a Nintendo Switch for Christmas and you play Sword and Shield, then you're like wow. I'm really into Pokemon. I want to play all the games that have existed so far. You have to get a 3DS and you have to find a used cartridge that is original and doesn't cost an arm and a leg. It's not obvious, you know?
1: This is why I think they should just put it on Nintendo Switch Online. I'm kind of hoping, especially since it's been about a year since we've been able to buy Red and Blue now on Virtual Console. Like, I think it's about time. Yeah, for sure. That would be a pretty hype announcement, actually. For Pokemon Day.
0: Oh, yes. It's just like
1: red, blue, gold, silver, and then even like Gen 3. Everyone's here. It's not going to be everyone's here, but like up to Gen 3 on Virtual Console, I think would be pretty hype.
3: Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. It'd be pretty hype. Because I'm sure they've got trading figured out on that and everything. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'm done there. I don't know. We kind of just went on tangents for everybody's emails, so I apologize. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Yeah.
1: Uh, thank you for that email. I uh, who do we give the Green Taurus badge to? Ooh. Uh good question.
0: I don't know. I think they were all like equally good.
1: Yeah, they they all had like good ideas. Yeah. Happy New Year. All three, yes, maybe. Yeah, yeah, sure. All three. Yeah. 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 Tony, you get it, you know. Uh Crow, you get it. And uh Alex, you get it as well. Just let us know on the Discord. And you can uh you can get that green Taurus badge. Woo! On that note though, if you want to email us next week and let us know what you thought of the epilogue. Uh, send that into PucklePodcast at gmail.com. You can keep up with us throughout the week at com on our Discord server, where we chit and chat about Pokemans all day long. You can also follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and more, wherever uh, social media is sold. Um, you can also go ahead and uh, check us out at YouTube, YouTube.com slash PucklePodcast. And I stream on Wednesdays at Twitch.tv slash The Puckle Podcast. This week, we're probably going to do some more VGC laddering, uh, just because you guys seem to like that. So... Uh, and I, I don't hate it, so we'll, we'll keep doing it. Uh, additionally, if you uh, want to help support the show, there's a couple ways you can do it. First, you could go to TrollandToad.com if you're addicted to cardboard like myself and Seth. <laughs> Paul Day and Fates is coming out soon, so you can get some product over there. Yeah. You can get a 5% discount using code PucklePod5 at checkout. Uh, additionally, you can go to Patreon at Patreon.com PucklePodcast, where we've just redone all the tiers. We're actually going to have merch again uh, through Patreon. Woo! Nice. So please check that out. Yeah, I know. It's uh, the only way to get Puckle merch right now Mm -hmm. (laughs) is through Patreon. Uh, We might open a store eventually, but if we do, it might not offer the same things you're going to get through Patreon.
3: Yeah, one step at a time. (laughs) We're getting getting back into it.
1: Yeah, the cooler stuff is going to be on Patreon, like 1,000%. Yeah. Because the patrons are going to get some feedback on it and be able to tell us what they want to see from it. So... Uh, it's gonna be crafted for you guys, so you guys can go over there and join it. We also have extra shows over there every month, so be sure to check it out over there. Addition, uh, I think that's everything. Yeah, no, that's my that's my spiel. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Uh, we appreciate every support you can get, but even just listening to the show is support enough. Uh, so I have been trainer Thatch.
0: I have been the fluffiest Swimsuit,
1: and I've been Seth Ilo.
3: And here in the Lavender
1: Town Radio Tower, it's
2: closing time.